Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. All right, and welcome back. This is Chopping Lines. The date is Tuesday, September 27th. This is episode 12, fresh off of a week three NFL slate. As always, I've got my co-host Doc Ward with us. Doc, how are you doing today? Nice to see you. Yeah, doing great. Love this is episode 12. That makes next week's episode our Baker's Dozen. So tune in for some bonus stuff. It'll be one you won't want to miss. Lucky number 13 there. We got producer Joe on the track as always. Hope that you're doing well, Joe. I guess we'll just hop right on into things. NFL week three will start with our Thursday night game, it was one that has some potential divisional implications for us. We had the Browns and the Steelers. The Steelers are pulling ahead early, up 14 to 13 at the half. Browns take it in the second half. They score basically as time expires with a fumble. They win uh, 29-17. Not that exciting of a game. Kind of no. went pretty textbook. Mitch Trubisky probably isn't that good. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those Thursday night games would like them to be a little better, but hey, we might be in for a good one. This Amari week. Cooper showed up. Hey, they might be missing him in Dallas. I I thought so until uh until this Monday night game. We'll get to that soon, but they definitely would benefit from him. Moving to one of uh I guess our first one o'clock game, that one that you and I watched together. We had our Baltimore Ravens. They got the win against the Patriots. Yeah. The defense looked bad, but they were opportunistic. I guess kind of like a glass half full. Sure, yeah. On that. It's maybe still coming into form. Maybe still some healing to have happen. Uh, Todd Rundgren healing parts one through three. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we did win handily, though. And especially as the game waned on, Mac was... Throwing some picks. A little Desperado. Yeah. Yeah, Lamar told He better come to his senses. Uh, Lamar had five touchdowns on the day. I think he's up to 13 on the year. So he was my choice for MVP going into the year. And it's looking good so far. I mean, he's really putting on a show these first three weeks. He's one of few in the discussion right now. One quarterback who's certainly far from that discussion. We had Davis Mills of the Houston Texans. He threw a late interception to Roquan yeah. Smith. Davis Mills, but does he win? Not on Sunday. I bet on them to win. The ball was in their hands, quite literally. And Roquan Smith tipped it, intercepted it. He had 16 tackles on the day as well. Dude's wow. a fucking monster. Yeah, what a day. That's a showing. Absolutely. Uh, my big takeaway from this game Justin Fields is absolutely terrible. He has 297 passing yards on the season. Mm -hmm. That is less than eight quarterbacks through four on Sunday. Wow. Um, yeah, that's less than 100 yards a game. Yes, it is. If I'm doing my math correctly. And you are correct. It is 99 <laughs> on the dot. Dude has looked awful. I I got to think at some point it's... It's got to be him. The coaches can't be holding him back this much. There's no one really behind him pushing him for the job, so his to lose, but not a good start for him. They're 2-1, and one, though, so they're not having as bad of a start right. as the Las Vegas Raiders. 
They were wow, down. these guys. <laughs> and everybody was slurping them in the late summer. They get Devontae Adams. They think all is well with the world. That old Fresno State connection mm-hmm. with their car. Right. They looked, they were bad for most of this game. They were down 24 to 10 at the half. They were able to battle back a little. Couldn't get the two-point conversion late. Well, and Devontae, in the fourth quarter, he's getting no love. Like yeah. he, His numbers are bad, but he's also getting no attention. I saw some film breakdown earlier today. And Carr's not even looking at him. I mean, th- there was a throw where he would have, you know, a- in past seasons, Aaron would have just thrown... You know, a little drooper to that front pylon. Yeah, they would have walked it. it in, but Carr didn't even look over there. And I mean, it's kind of like, why do you get this guy if he's not one of your first reads? And Especially you know, on a play like that. I mean, he was streaking almost open. I think we can almost close the book on Derek Carr not being that guy. Right. I think I'm pretty, pretty confidently in that boat at this point. I can also confidently say that their coach, Josh McDaniels, is not that guy. And we've seen this isn't our first taste test of him as, yeah, I mean, this is not working out for old Josh. Same shit, different toilet. He's just a coordinator. Maybe he's just a coordinator. Maybe even just one in New England at that. We'll (laughs) we'll see uh, what his future holds. And the Belichick coaching tree, like, what does that look like? I don't think there's been a ton of success out of the people that— Came out of his coaching tree. Now, Vrabel, who had some success, but wasn't a part of the coaching tree, was just a former player, correct? Not to say that that wouldn't rub off on him, but... I think, ironically, his uh, most successful disciple, if you will, just got fired last season, Brian Flores, for what it's worth. So, in that controversial termination... I could be wrong on that, but right. yeah, not a lot, not a lot <laughs> yeah, of success like, there. The one good coach to, co- to fall from the Belichick coaching tree was unjustly fired. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy shit there. Nothing new no. with the NFL. The Colts-Chiefs game was pretty crazy. It looked like the Chiefs had it wrapped up. Chris Jones comes over, starts talking shit to Matt Ryan, gets the unsportsmanlike conduct flag extends their drive they get the touchdown they win 20 to 17 uh big win for them they were going to be 0 three otherwise they've been joining the raiders tough loss for the chiefs uh eric Bieniemy and pat mahomes had some words at halftime so maybe yeah and i should have i had the wrong uh top prop i thought uh danger russ and our boy Hackett were going to have a sideline thing, but it was Mahomes and Bienemy, which was wild to see. I mean, Bienemy was always a guy, is always a guy that people are wondering how he's not gotten a head coaching opportunity. And I know there are some, there's, I forget what it was, but something that happened in his past that some people have brought out as maybe the reason. But sure. you see this with Mahomes, and there was clearly a difference of ideas there. And then uh, yesterday, or like the day after the game, LaShawn McCoy came out and was basically like, yeah, said like Eric Bieniemy is a clown, and like he, he doesn't know anything about anything, and he just does blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, so uh, a player under his tutelage came out and basically took the side of Mahomes and was like, yeah, Eric Bieniemy might not be all that we thought he was. Yeah, there's a reason he hasn't gotten hired in all of these chances. It's not. I know. And, like, I wondered what it is. I mean. 
that's maybe it's just a difficult guy to work sure with. yeah good who be. knows who knows uh dolphins and the bills this one looked like it was going to be high scoring early for those of us who liked the over like myself they came out as 14 14 with six minutes left in the second yeah that was pretty much it Tua took a huge hit I uh, was stumbling. Definitely concussed. Like, this back injury stuff is bullshit. It's amazing <laughs> that that has continued to so far fly under the radar. Uh, well, I don't think it's flown under the radar. Every show, everything I've seen about it is everyone, even on NFL Network, someone who might carry the water for the league is sure. like, this dude was concussed. Like, oh, yeah. And every former player is like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. I remember when I had my bad back and I started shaking <laughs> my head around. Like, it's just, Falling. it's ridiculous. But uh, either way, they won that game. And a lot has also been made about, and what do we think about this? Not to, I don't want to jump the gun here and get into deep Dolphins talk, but people, and again, former players have talked about, yeah, the first two, three, four weeks playing a game in Miami, it's like, it's hot. Yeah, it's, it's really hot. hot. And it, it did kind of seem like the Bills punched themselves out. I think they ran 90 plays to the Dolphins. Like 39, 39 or something yep. like that, which is what a discrepancy. 51 more plays than the other team. And towards the end of the game, it did look like Josh Allen wasn't really putting his weight into those throws. And and 63 it, it, pass attempts. And what a, what <laughs> I still haven't had much clarity on this. And it was cool to see. I mean, the good sportsmanship. But what I would describe as a strange embrace between Tua and Josh Allen at the end of the game, where it almost looked like Tua was consoling Allen, and he had, like, huh. his head on his shoulder. Yeah, it was like a kind of a weird end-of-the-game meetup. I did not see that one, but I know uh, – I'll have to look that up. But I know one thing that I did see in that game was the some new NFL lore here the first butt punt that I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Miami's kicker just drilling it off of the ass of his punt protector. Yeah, that was odd to see. You've never seen that. It probably hurt really bad. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Mark Sanchez, you have some company in your territory. Moving to Minnesota, where the Lions came in. They came out sharp. They had two 10-point leads. They were up 24-14 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. And it doesn't matter how good Detroit looks. You are who you are at the end of the day sometimes. They least, are who we thought they were. At least until they change it. Um, they had a couple missed field goals in this game, left a lot of points on the board. But fun game overall. Kirk Cousins, he loves to win 1 o'clock games versus mediocre teams. Yeah. And that's... Exactly what he just barely did. Yeah, and they got the win. But, yeah, and if we're describing the Lions as a mediocre team, which is fine, but the fact that you're down however many points late and you came back, I mean, yeah, the comeback's good, but that's a division that's pretty squirrely in my mind right now, you know? I agree. Outside of the Bears because they literally can't pass the ball. Even Mm -hmm. though they're 2-1, they've got a good defense. Can't take it all away from them. The Bengals got their first win of the year. They dominated the Jets. Joe Flacco loses another to Cincinnati. He looked bad. He's got over, he's averaging over 50 pass attempts on the year, which has to be just brutal for a guy with with an, with an actual history of back injuries. Right. Uh, but just, uh, he's going to go out swinging. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe Zach Wilson will be back next week. 
it was pretty straightforward for the Bengals. Not a whole lot to see there. It's kind of same with the Eagles crushing the Commanders. They look good. The Eagles look, they look good. Great. Yeah, they look as they, they look, look really the best good. in the league. They they sacked Wentz nine times. They actually sacked Wentz on five and, of his. And Hertz is right up there in that MVP, uh, that, that September MVP, that early like season that. MVP talk. Yep, he's right up there with Lamar yeah, as far as I'm good. concerned. The uh, the defense though in Philly, they gave up less than sixty yards of offense in the first half. They sacked Carson Wentz on five of his first eight dropbacks. The dude was never comfortable. He's not comfortable in a clean pocket. Right, and that's the thing. It's like we also have to handicap that a little bit where it's like, okay, well, it's the commanders and Carson wins. They hit him like a fucking pinata. Good on them. Killed my over. I needed them to get one more point. It was really, it was tough to watch, but I held back the tears. We'll be back next week to rebound. Just like the Panthers rebounded at home. Against the New Orleans Saints, our boy Jameis. I think the magic run might be might be coming to an end. You gotta wonder at some point how much worse is Andy Dalton because Jameis, as spectacular as he can be, makes some of the dumbest plays. Right, they're not getting Alvin Kamara involved at all. I. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess do you think is like Dalton a more steady hand? Because I wouldn't say he's better than Jameis. I mean, maybe he's he's probably played in more playoff games. I don't know, but it's. I think he's less prone to make a big mistake, at least. But is he also less prone to make a big play? Definitely. So yeah, I think you just kind of you're in the the storm. Yeah, it's like we're playing darts blindfolded here. And just give me the guy more likely to hit the board. Well, he just got LASIK in the last offseason, so he's hopefully trying to help some of that blindfolding situation. Uh, Baker Mayfield looked looked bad. He had 170 total yards, and 67 of them were on a screen to LaVisca Chenault. So just under... LaVisca Chenault sounds like a bone disease or something. It's like, <laughs> ah, yeah, I have LaVisca Chenault, so like, I'm going to have to miss uh, kickball this week. That's uh, why you're on the crutches. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, he had a nice nice catch and run. It's like Liz Frank. Who were you talking about? Liz Frank, Chet Holmgren. <laughs> mm, that's... Uh, LaVisca Chenault. That's... These are... Oh, okay. Um, or it's something you say, oh, like Rosh Hashanah. It's like, oh, Levishik Chenault. <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh, it went way over my head. We'll cut, we'll cut that out. <laughs> or keep it in. <laughs> or keep it's it. all good. <laughs> Nothing new. Chopping lines, chopping, chopping conversation. Moving along. Docs Jags. Docs Jags. Docs Jags. I mean, just say that one more time. Docs Jags. But, yeah, go into that. 30, Let's hear about it. 38 to 10. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, maybe he's the real deal. Looking good. Looking really good. Found Zay Jones all day. They dominated this game yeah. regardless of Herbert starting, and it was actually remarkable, remarkably stupid anyway that they kept Herbert in for pretty much the entire game. Yeah, like maybe just don't even start him. They shouldn't have regardless. Yeah, like just, hey, take a week. But it's week three. But they're down 31 to 10 with like five minutes left, and they're sending him back out there, and he's taking hits because they're trying to play catch up. It's like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, that's not a smart look. 
really bad in that one. The Chargers lost their starting left tackle, Rashawn Slater, one of their best players. So that's really not good for them either. Joey Bosa also left during mm. the game. So kind of same old Chargers here. A lot yeah. of potential and the injuries just start piling up. We've seen that before. And like early too. Yeah. And, and that's and why. Because, I mean, what we all thought the AFC West was going to be hasn't really gotten off to like a rollicking start. Not so, really. hey, maybe. Herbert can sit this week. Like, I feel like if you're the Chargers or any of those teams, you should be playing for the back end of the season. Yeah. You know? Get healthy, win the big divisional games when it matters. And especially when you see you're th- down 31 to 10 against the Jags with like 12 minutes left or whatever it yeah. was. It was hopeless. Now's not the time to start extending plays, taking sacks, like trying to get this dude moving out of the pocket. Yeah, you're crippled quarterbacks. He hasn't gotten you so far. He's not going to get you there now. Uh, the Rams, they beat the Cardinals somewhere or another. They had a big first quarter. Cooper Cup's great. Yeah. Um, well, he was actually – he had a big first quarter, and then he was held under – he only had 64 total yards. Well, didn't he have that good end around? Or, yeah, well, yeah. Like a 20-yard was touchdown that, run. Was that late in the game? Or? First quarter. For, that was early, early on, yeah. yeah. So then he quieted down after that. Yep, set the tone right yeah. out of the gate. It was his first time being held under 90 yards since week four of 2021, last, so last season, almost wow. exactly a year. That's pretty incredible. Ironically, also against the Cardinals. Hmm. Uh, but he is he's a game wrecker. He did, they did just enough to win this one. Kyler Murray's one and six against the Rams for his career. Wow. Not good. No. And, and that's a team you want to beat. You got to like beat. That, like a part of your career is going to be you against the Rams and you against the Blahs. You know what I mean? You're, yep, two your games teams a year. out there. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to think Cliff Kingsbury's seat is starting to warm up a little sure. bit too. Sure. Uh, it's not quite Frank Reich, Matt Rule level, but... No, but it's probably not far behind. Yeah. I mean, one more season where they choke coming down the stretch, if they even, probably got to go. If they're even in a position to choke this right, year. Right, right. We'll definitely see that. Uh, speaking of choking, the Falcons managed to not choke this Sunday at Seattle. They held on late, got a Gino, or forced a Geno Smith pick. Yeah, I think we both liked the Falcons in that. I think we all did. Yeah, Yeah. Joe picked them for his top prop. So there you go. We were on that. They were slight underdogs. We We were called that here. It was a nice, uh, nice call. Kyle Pitts and Corderell Patterson had big, big days. Uh, Corderell Patterson's second in the league in rushing. So good on the Falcons getting him involved. Help Marcus Mariota out. Uh, Packers beat the Bucks fourteen to twelve. This was a boring game. Yeah, and offense. we talked about that. It wasn't a shootout. It was a chess match. It really wasn't a chess match. It was just checkers played poorly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like just <laughs> Not flicking a lot of fun, flicking pieces off the board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bucks scored with forty five seconds. Their first touchdown. Forty five seconds left in the game. Got held on a two point conversion. That was the difference. Both these teams have really good defenses. Yeah. Not to take away from the fact that, and that no receivers were. Yeah. There were no receivers playing, yeah. but uh, worst game, the Broncos 49ers. Sorry yeah. to those who had to suffer through that one. Yeah, pathetic. That's one you don't stay up for, you know? No, Russell Wilson, I think we can officially say he sucks. He's done. Yeah. 
that. But he just got like six years and two hundred million dollars. Committed, or some shit. Like, like Jesus. Had and I saw someone was like, "Well, this was basically how Peyton was playing the year they won their Super Bowl." It's like, yeah, and that was his last year. Yeah, year, this is uh, hopefully for. Well, I wouldn't say hopefully, but in the minds of that contract. Yeah, they just gave him... It's the beginning of a contract. It was. Hopefully, it's not. Year one of five. So they're they're kind of buckled into a shit show right now. Uh, The Jimmy Garoppolo safety, that was pretty... Pretty yeah. fun to see. Yeah, exactly. Orlovsky-esque. Yeah, Orlovsky-esque. It took some of the heat off Orlovsky or it shined a light on Orlovsky. Either way, his was much worse because he was, <laughs> he like ran like 10 yards. They're like, like, like he was already out of the back and then was still like, he was like strolling right as if he was going to like throw something downfield. It's like, dude, you, you've been out of bounds for like seven seconds now. Like that, they are running off the field. But he was running point. away from Jared Allen and who wouldn't, you know? Yeah, he, he had a, a good point there. Uh, but that game sucked. So sorry if you stayed up for that. Our last game, our Monday night Cooper Rush does it again. Yeah. C.D. Lamb and him are connecting well. Noah Brown, they beat the Giants in New York, who had been scrappy. So no shame in that victory. Do we have a quarterback battle on our hands in Big D? You tell me. Well, Jerry Jerry would love to see it if, he, if, 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 if you told him that it was going to go that way. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's nice that Cooper Rush can steady the ship until Dak comes back. But... Yeah, I mean, Dak's got to get that job as soon as he's healthy. Although, I am one to ride the hot hand and not change horses midstream. If you keep if winning... Goes if 6-0 and or 5-1... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, I think there's a part of me that says let him lose first. Then, then the first game he loses, you go, all right, we're back to Dak. But, right. yeah, I don't know. It... it there is something you said about chemistry or momentum or just like where you are in the season. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think, I think that chemistry is important. That momentum. Well, we've seen teams before where a great quarterback, even a hall of fame quarterback has gotten a team to a point and then they've been injured and then someone comes in and takes them the rest of the to way. Heights. Yeah. I mean, that happened with Phil Sims and, uh, geez, the, I can't believe I can't, I'm blanking on the guy's name, but that you happened with Phil Sims back with the Giants. Um, say Bledsoe and Brady. Not Bledsoe quite and Brady, famous, but that's but, the opposite way around. I'm talking about oh, sure, the, sure, the, the, the starter coming back. But if you told me this backup's going to get you to seven and one or something, or like five and one, and then you get your franchise quarterback back that, that I think that's an upside like I, I like the sunny side of the street yeah of that, you, you, you know? can never have too much quarterback talent in the NFL especially so good problem for them to have not a fan of the Cowboys but the, that was a nice win for them we'll see if they can get Cooper Rush to 3-0 in the NFL or at least this season next week moving to some baseball talk we'll get into week four in a little bit here there's really only one divisional battle that's up in the air at this point. The Mets and the Braves. The Mets are one game ahead. Personally pulling for the Braves out of those two, but we'll see. The rest are all wrapped up. 
got some wild card things to keep an eye on, but those are looking pretty safe as well, unless the Orioles somehow magically make a run. They're three and a half out right now. Some big news. We had Albert Pujols, our boy. He got us to 700. Two on the same night, no less. Yeah, that's awesome. So glad he got there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he had hit, what, like nine home runs up to a certain point in the season, and then this... Just started popping. Yeah, and then started popping. And he's got to 700, and a lot of people are now saying... Come back next year to get to 712. Gotta beat babe. Man. But yeah, I mean, going to 700 is what it is. But it's hard to say. I mean, you, you, you're going to retire, and then... He's 42. You start going off. Yeah, I mean, I think it's this is the swan song. You're like, you got to 700 and then retire. I mean, yeah. don't come back. If I just said he hit nine home runs until late july it's like so you come back at 43 and you're supposed to get 12 to get to babe ruth it's like well <laughs> we don't know if that's gonna fucking happen it's like, right took you <laughs> and that's all almost- year to hit 20 it's like who knows if that's gonna happen next year and there are some people who definitely do not care for like the the stat chasing within a season, especially when it is that long. Yeah. Like I understand. Well, yeah. and that's silly to come back for twelve home runs or especially. whatever. Like that's whatever. I mean, getting to seven hundred was the magic number for him, and that's that's what you get. I mean, and the season st- he could hit seven three. They or go whatever. in the world yeah. if they win the World Series. He's got to go. Oh he's yeah. Well, go. that would be the coolest send off. Yeah. If that does happen, but. They'll have a chance at it. Either way, glad he got to 700. Where's our Aaron Judge? Uh, he's still at 60, right? Well, a shout-out to um, Tom from Bob and Tom. I got this little sound bit for that here. If your lawyer's sleeping, better give him a nudge. Everybody look alive, because here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. He's up to 60 this year. He's yeah. got nine games left. There's no excuse for him to not at least get to 62. Oh, yeah, and I think he will get to 62. Um, Yeah, I mean, if he has nine games left to hit, too, I mean, he's he's been homerless for, like, six games now, I think. Yeah, it's been a couple. He went through a spurt of nine games without ones back in early August, I believe. But, yeah, I think over the next two, especially with all of this being on the line, I think he'll get one or two. Hopefully people keep pitching to him. They um, have so far. Yeah. Which is good. Not quite not quite Barry Bonds-esque. I saw a stat about that the other day. He has – Aaron Judge has as many intentional walks this season as Barry Bonds had during, like, a – 14 game stretch right. at one point in his career. Yeah, yeah. So totally different situations. Bonds might have hit a hundred. Yeah. If he was seeing what no, Judge is seeing. Um, so good stuff there. Tell me about the President's Cup. We watched a little bit of it Sunday. Yeah. I was a little more. No, I mean, we love team golf. We love all of that. It's also Uh, great shots. It is kind of the, you know, little brother to the Ryder Cup, but. Still fun to watch golf played in that manner. Um, there were some highlights. I mean, Spieth,y went five and zero in all of his matches. So watch out for him next year. Uh, and you saw some coming out moments. Uh, Tom Kim on the international team, the twenty year old player from that's, South Korea. That's fun. Um, was 
just electric, making big shots. He was pumping up the crowd. He was every uh, charisma is what we say when we say Tom Kim. And that was a big Charlotte crowd. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. A, a lot turnout. of people showed up. And that's a great town, the Queen City. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't close the first two days. I mean, it got close after Saturday. The International showed up on that uh, after Saturday afternoon wave. So it was 11 to 7 going into Sunday, but the talent on the American side was just a little too good. But what we like to hear. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good President's Cup. Uh, everyone, there was a couple of good moments of celebration, but yeah, it was a nice send-off to the season. And who was our guy... It was right around like four, right at around like four thirty, because football had finished up, and uh-huh. he's like, "We're due to see one hit out of the bunker here," and dude just fucking sticks it out of the bunker. I don't remember who it was, uh, but like the, the the announcer like spot on. Yeah, it. I don't know. I wish I could remember. I I forget though. Yeah, that was it. Was a fun, it's fun tournament from what I saw. It was fun to keep track of the days before Sunday. But yeah. I know what my Sunday was mostly absorbed with. Uh, moving along, some of our other stuff here. College football, Middle Tennessee upset Miami 45-31. to 31. It wasn't that close even. They completely dominated. Uh, the Hurricanes are done. They're not the, the ones we knew growing up. And they probably never will be again, no matter what NIL money they start throwing at some of these people. Uh, Michigan... Squeaks by Maryland. Good showing by the Terps overall. They only lost by a touchdown. Kent State only lost by 17 to Georgia. Putting up 22 points against the number one team. So that's if that's as big of a 17-point loss as you're going to have as a team, as far as I'm concerned. And then a Clemson double overtime win versus Wake Forest. Those were kind of some of the mm. bigger highlights of the college football weekend. Obviously not the depth we're given to the NFL. So if you are curious of more, we can refer you to ESPN.com. Um, moving to NBA stuff, Robert Sarver. We talked about it on the show Tuesday. Maybe mm-hmm. spoken into existence. Yeah, Hard we saw this coming. Yeah. Hard to say. Not exactly uh, medium type shit here. Calling right. that he is selling the Suns and Mercury. So, well, what yeah, a, what it's a punishment. Like, Here's five. Three billion dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, I think he bought it for four hundred million whenever he did. Yeah, it'll get fifteen years ago, whenever it was. Yeah, and probably gonna sell it for yeah three. He's he's not in one. Yeah, so it's like yeah, he's just gonna get his payday and leave. But that's all anybody wanted. It's like just leave. Yeah, like yeah, sell the team and like get out of here. Yeah, we don't really want to deal with this. The. uh Boston Celtics didn't really feel like dealing with Ime Udoka. Right. He's going to be suspended for a year. Seemingly slept with the VP's wife. There's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, stories. I, mean, a lot I of don't weird even know. That, I think that was like I don't like know a, if that's even true. I think it's just largely a bunch of speculation okay, now, and it could yeah. be multiple people. We don't even know exactly what. I mean, we don't. Want to from drag all the speculation, it seems to be much more serious than just sleeping with someone's wife. Sure. So I don't know. Like that'll all come out in the wash, I'm sure. But uh, it, to me, it seems like the suspension is just kind of 
purgatory until, until they figure lawyers out really figure out how to fire him without paying him money sure, or whatever. Yeah. So that that seems to be what that is. But another NBA news, the Nets had a press conference, and one of the highlights sure. was Kyrie Irving just sharing that. I mean, he said himself that he was being shopped around, but no one really wanted him, or like the market wasn't what he wanted. Blah blah blah. And Glad then he, you're aware. And then yeah, and then he said he basically left a hundred million dollars on the table because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Which is again like, hey, still don't know if you should be. Pr- I mean, if you want to not get vaccinated, that's your choice. Sure, I'll I'll afford you that. But maybe not something you should be proud of. Yeah. And then when you tack on that you left $100 million on the table because of that, it's like you're you're just now you're <laughs> giving more ammo to the people who think you're a complete fool. Yeah, it's like there's a the difference between whoring yourself out and uh, maybe a reasonable risk here or risk reward. Uh, that's crazy. I actually haven't seen that. I've only read about it so far, but he's a he's a unique individual. I guess if you're happy, you're content turning down 100 mil for anything. Good Man. for you. That's a that's quite a soapbox. You're on Kyrie. So moving forward, week four of the NFL coming at us. Pretty good slate ahead. It starts off Thursday, so in two days, it should actually be a good one. Jeff Bezos may be in house to watch the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Squaring off against the former AFC champion, reigning AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. And this should be this should be a pretty interesting matchup overall. Yeah, and I mean we saw the Bengals get a win out of the way this past week. And the Dolphins, who have been the league's darling and probably the most exciting team thus far, um, with Tua and what they've been doing. I just, I'm still not completely sold on the Dolphins. And I'm also thinking, it's like, well, the Bengals just won. It's like, maybe they've got that nose back on them. I don't know. This should be an interesting, an interesting uh, matchup here. Yeah, I think. And as a Ravens fan, I'm hoping the Dolphins win. Yeah, why not at this point? Bury the Bengals as much as we can. I'm really thinking. The Dolphins are underdogs here, which is nice as a better. I think the Dolphins have just shown that they have managed to find every way to win this year, where the Bengals have really struggled to even look that great. They didn't even look that great against the Jets. Right. I think if Chua's brain is not scrambled still, the Bengals don't have a good secondary. Yeah. I think that the Dolphins walk away with this one, and we are happy as Ravens fans. That's my pick there. That'd be good. Uh, moving to the the first London game. This is exciting stuff here. The Vikings and the Saints, a way better game than they're used to getting. It's an early game. Give me Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. A way better game than who's used to getting? <laughs> the people the Vikings, London. the Saints, or the people of London? I don't know. Uh, this I, one could be tough. I'm not sure this is going to be good. Uh, they got the Dolphins and the Jaguars last year and, like, the Jets and... Our, Okay, (laughs) you're kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be much better. At least, yeah, you get to see Alvin Kamara, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Who's gone completely silent, radio silent lately. He's got like 
He's got the like next s- Jerry Rice has had like nine catches for 60 yards the last two games. He's been bad, <laughs> non-existent. So we'll see. I I like the Vikings in this one. It's a 9:30 game. I love waking up to watch football. Um, yeah, it's nice. I love the London games too. It's cool when there's a game on first thing for breakfast. You yeah. know, I think uh, I think Jameis is going to make a few mistakes. This Vikings defense is mm. pretty good. Now, I know Kirk Cousins doesn't play well in prime time, and this 9 a.m. our time the is fucking... Well, that's still two over there, probably. <laughs> Five touchdowns But for Kirk he's Cousins. in another market. Like, I don't know if I like Kurt traveling a lot. Kurt, Kirk, Kirk D. Cousins. Kirk He does Cousins. not come off as a international kind of guy to me. No, His no. vacations to, like, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, because like we, uh, me and my wife went to London, um, London, Missouri this past week. We love the Ozarks. So. <laughs> We're going back, <laughs> right? So I, I got the Vikings here with my pick. That's that's who I'm taking. We'll go to the Ravens first with our one o'clock slate. We got the Bills in town. Bills are favored, rightfully so, I think. Lamar's fantastic. The Bills. Defense is banged up. Our offensive line's in trouble. And yeah. Von Miller's still really fucking good. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's yeah, it'll a lot be. An, of, this is the game. This is probably the marquee matchup or one of them of the week. These are two teams a lot of people see going deep into the season. Um, yeah. So this is, I mean, it's early in the season. So a lot of things can happen after this game is played. Pardon me. But. Yeah, you got the Ravens at home. Uh, the Bills looked amazing the first two weeks. Kind of cooled off in Miami. Um, we started kind of lukewarm against the Jets, still winning. Looked uh, The offense looked great against the Dolphins. World beaters. And the looked great. Looked yeah, for three yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I think this is almost like a flip the coin type of game. And it's us at home. I like us. I think Lamar and the offense keeps its ways. And I'd, I think our defense kind of is going to start congealing. So, As we keep going. Because at the end of that, the second half of that Pats game, our defense looked to be a lot more lively. Like they sure. were like they like they were places where they should be. Plays. There are places where it's like if something's gonna fall into your hands, it's gonna be here and they were sitting there waiting for it. And I like that. That oh. seems to be a sign of preparedness. Opportunistic. I it's going to be a monsoon in Baltimore on Sunday. Hurricane Ian has worked its way up the eastern seaboard by yes, then. Yes, it has. It's going to be a, a washout. Give me the under all day. And I think the Ravens are getting three and a half points. I, I take them to cover. I'm not going to sit here and put my balls on them winning. But I think that this is a close game. I think it's an ugly. Maybe it's a field goal kind of guy. Yeah, and I, I think I take Lamar's wheels a little more in this game than Josh Allen's strength. But Sure. But we'll see. It should be a fun one. I might be there. We'll see. I got a ticket. I got to just see if I want to commit to that drive and, and that wetness. I've got a ticket. So we'll see. It'll take right. it in the morning. Uh, Browns, Falcons going to be down in Atlanta. Falcons coming off a win. I actually... 
Give me the Falcons here. I, I kind of do too. The, the Cle- or Cleveland's a slight favorite here. Their defense has not looked that great. The Falcons should run on them. I don't. Brissett's yeah. been good, better than expected. Yeah, and who's our? Uh, the, didn't you say the Falcons running back is leading the league in rushing? Correct. Uh, second, second, but nonetheless. Second. Well, hey, nonetheless. Yeah, I think that's right there. I think I like the Falcons here too. It should be a. This should actually be an okay game as far as random teams. So that's I'm gonna go with that pick two here. Uh, the Commandos versus the Dallas Cowboys. In Jerry World. In Jerry World. Dallas three-point favorites. And I like them at that. Like, give me Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys to take down these commanders on the road. I The commanders who are on the road. Prior to last week, and not even because Cooper Rush won again, but prior to last week, I would have taken the commanders because I think they would put up enough points. Yeah. But... After watching that Eagles game, Micah Parsons is going to possibly kill Carson Wentz. Right. That's going to be a really tough assignment Yeah, for he's him. such a beast, isn't he? He's been outstanding. Uh, the Cowboys, I think they outscored the Commanders last year like 112 to 28 or something when they played. They just absolutely crushed them. Have their number as far as I'm concerned. I got to go with the Cowboys here as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Moving up to Detroit Rock City. They came off a tough loss last week. They're hosting the Seattle Seahawks up in Detroit. Four and a half point favorites. DeAndre Swift is not going to play. He's got a shoulder injury. Does not require surgery, but he's going to miss some time. I don't think it makes a difference. The The only thing that worries me here is that the Lions defense sucks, but I think they have enough on offense to... Yeah, and I saw the most points scored so far, offensively-wise. I believe the Bills were at 95, the Ravens were at 99, yep. and the Lions might have been like 94, or like they were there. They were third, one of the Yeah, they're, they're right there, so I think they can score enough points to win this at home. I got them over the Seahawks. I agree. This is The Seahawks have a bad defense. I think even if it's a relative shootout, the Lions can outlast. Yeah, Outscore sure. and outlast. For sure. This one should be an interesting one. Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis, the Colts hosting the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah, that should be interesting because it's like two teams that people suspected were going to be good, but that aren't. It looks and, pretty bad. You know, the Colts, I guess, won, and Matt Ryan looked all right this past week. But still, this is as. I mean, this is a game that any either one of those teams could win. Um, give me the Colts at home, especially after what we've just seen from them, like kind of showing signs of life. Yeah. I don't know. I'm out on the Titans. It's like, I don't know what's going on in Nashville and Music yeah. City. I, so the Titan, though both these teams got their first wins last week, so clap it up for that, I guess. And now one of them will have to lose. I Well, not necessarily. The Colts have one tie this year. Yeah. Well, um, a tie is a loss <laughs> in my book. I'd agree with that, <laughs> especially when it's your second. Um, Michael Pittman should have a pretty good day. Something tells me Something tells me the Titans get this one done. I don't know why. Uh, I think 
I gotta look back historically. I think the Colts actually own the Titans divisionally of late, but I think I think they're gonna get it done. Vrabel's just gonna hard nose Frank Reich in his home stadium. Mm. So I'm gonna go against you there. A little little controversy Great. for us. I'd like to like to hear that. Bears, Giants, shoo. Uh, the only controversy would be if you tried to put this on in my house. This is right. <laughs> this is going to yeah. be a bad one. I don't think the Giants lose two in a row. I don't think they lose to the Bears. Daniel Jones is not very good. No, like, this is Daniel not, Jones is not good, and no, the Bears right. will win. All right, I, all right. I I'm going to respectfully disagree, but I, I this is going to be a terrible game. Giants are slightly favored. Credit to him for that. That's uh, we don't have to spend a lot more time on that. No, what, that's what? about no, <laughs> the clock ran out on that that's, game. That's okay. all I've got I'll to say about that. that. No. Uh, what should be actually a great game, maybe the game. Mm, Baltimore Bills is pretty good, but the Eagles and your Jaguars, Docs Jags, going on at Lincoln Financial in Philadelphia. The Eagles are a six and a half point favorite here. Yeah. This should be so. It should be shitty weather as well. Jaguars can run the ball, and they're playing scrappy defense. I don't know if they're going to have enough to win, but with those elements, I think this is a very unsafe game to bet. And I would take the Jags covering at least. Well, two points here. Just an interesting uh, wrinkle to this matchup. I have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, ranked first in completion percentage. Like 71% or something, And first in TD to interception ratio, while also being ranked second in QBR. Now, the other side of that is Jalen Hurts, the first quarterback with 900 passing yards and 100 rushing yards in the first three games of a season. Crazy. So we could be all, like, we were talking MVP, early MVP candidates. You know, we're not crowning anyone yet, but just a fun way to talk about some of our best players sure. in the season so far. But this is one of the premier matchups of young quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, and it'll be interesting to see what will happen. Now, I think the Eagles are a better team. Um, I think at this point, Trevor Lawrence might be the better "quote unquote" quarterback. Passer, at least. Jalen Hurts is the more electric player. So I think we're in for a great matchup in this game. I wonder how it'll all shake out. But you know, I gotta go with my Jags. I, I respect that. Doug Peterson homecoming as well, so that should be fun. Coming up with uh, with Jacksonville, really? it is you know Trevor Lawrence really is kind of slept on as an MVP candidate. I he's probably just outside the top ten right now, but a few more games and he's gonna get in there. I I think give me the Eagles, give me the Jags covering maybe like. 30 to 27, 27, 24 in that range. I think this is kind of one of those games we look back on for Trevor and say, this would have been a statement, statement win. And they almost got it to the point that it's still kind of a statement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of my take on that. Jet Steelers. I don't need to make a bunch of statements on these. I actually like the Jets here. Uh, T.J. Watt's not back yet. They're getting Zach Wilson. Their receivers are starting to click. Garrett Wilson's awesome for the Jets. Well, speaking of Wilson, uh, Wilson for the Jets, Zach Wilson will not be back for this game. Is that official? 
I don't know. I'm asking oh, no, I you. I think he is. Oh, he yeah, will be he back is. for this. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yep, I think this is... Well, a- either way, it doesn't change my evaluation, which is that the Steelers are going to win this one. With Mr. Biscuit under center. Yeah, that's right. We'll see. I, They are at home, which is good. They, The Jets don't have that good of a defense, but I think... You know, I'm not putting a bunch of eggs in Zach Wilson's basket here either. But well, I think- yeah, and I'm not, and that's see a lot of these games we've just recently discussed. I'm not putting eggs in any of these baskets. Like this is, I don't think these are two good teams playing each other. No, so not at all. just you know, I'll take the Steelers at home. They'll figure it out. And if it's Zach Wilson coming back off of his injury, I'm not expecting him to come out of here slinging. So. No, not at all. And if it's still Flacco. I don't know. We may have seen the best of him so far in, like, weeks one and two. It didn't look good this past week. No, it didn't, but he does love beating Pittsburgh. Give me the Jets this week. I think it might be ugly. Chop it up to a win. Teddy. Teddy (laughs) and the Jets. Moving to the Chargers. The Chargers. They're going to Houston. They're five-point favorites. I don't even know how to bet this game. Justin Houston looked Or Justin uh, Herbert looked awful. Justin Houston the, looked good. Yeah, until he got hurt. Until he got hurt. Um, Houston looked awful. Yeah. I. The Chargers defense, that's supposed to be really good, looked terrible. This right. is a hard game to get a read on. And I think the over-under at 44, it feels really safe. But these offenses are so volatile right now. I don't. Well, yeah, hasn't the line been kind of fucked up the last like two? Like, it's not been a good betting season as far as the lines concerned. Haven't people been like underperforming? Like, people haven't been reaching that. Yeah, a lot of lot of unders are hitting heavy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think the Chargers shouldn't lose us. They're too talented. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm with that too. And as far as that over underline, the betting line goes, I'm not as cute into that as you are, but I think the Chargers beat the Texans. And if you, what's the spread? Five. Yeah, I would then, yeah, they're going to get that. Like, they're going to win. They should. I I agree. Handily, yeah. A little bit of an interesting one here. First of our four o'clock slate, 405, the Cardinals are traveling to Kyler Lina to face the Panthers. Panthers are one and a half point favorites here, which is a little bit flattering, I guess, for uh, for Baker and the boys. I think their defense is good. The Panthers, mm-hmm. they're really underrated. DJ Moore's had a bad year. The receivers as a whole have had a bad year. This is DJ less. DJ, yeah, DJ <laughs> he's negative. DJ less this Man, year. <laughs> he's been he's been rough. I think he had one catch for three yards last week. Just a tough situation with Baker. I think if the Cardinals can put together any semblance of offense, which has also been a tall task, right. that they shouldn't have any trouble winning this one. Their defense looked better last week versus the Rams. Yeah. I, I think I'll take the cards. I got the cards as well. On the road. Yep. Packers hosting the Patriots in Lambeau. Billy Belichick, we might see the... That's only going to be 68 degrees, so we probably won't see the sleeveless hoodie But, but you might see Brian Hoyer. Oh, I know. We'll definitely see Brian <laughs> like Hoyer. The, pa- yeah. the Packers should win this. They could win this. Handily. With should. their backup quarterback. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of love for Jordan Love there. Uh, Packers are 10-point favorites, rightfully so. Give me them as well. Should be pretty – should be ugly. They have a great defense that should eat Brian Hoyer. Mm. Raiders – 
and Danger Russ in Las Vegas. The Raiders. Give me the Raiders to get their first win. I'm with you there, too. They're going to get it eventually, and who better to do it against than the 11-point Broncos? They, uh, I, I heard a stat about the Raiders. In the... Mm-hmm. They've had three... In each game, they've had three amazing halves and three terrible halves. Tale of two halves. And their amazing halves... It's like are, a Dickens novel. <laughs> It might as well. They've been dicking some betters in the Please, sir. Can we have another quarter, please? Then outscoring their opponents 48 to 7 in the quarter, or the halves they've done well. They've been outscored like 58 to 16. Right. And the other. Right. And that's where, like, Devontae Adams is having. Doing nothing. Yeah, like his fourth quarter, uh, throughout uh, the three fourth quarters he's had this year has like grand total of like nine catches for it's asinine. 50 yards or something. It's like, all right, well, maybe this fourth quarter make a point of just targeting him. It's like he, because he'll Period. get his. It's like, you know, throw one out there. They've, they, there's been a couple times where it's like, with Derek Carr, it's like Aaron Rod, and I, it sucks to go from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. But yes. it's like, hey, this other quarterback would have just thrown that to me and let me figure it out. And guess what? I'll figure it out. Yeah, like I'm, I'm that good. It's like, can you put that ball in a place where I can get a hand near it? Because yeah. how about we start I'm with the me, air? and this is just some fucking corner. Like I'm better than them, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I like the Raiders in this one. They can't keep losing. Josh McDaniels revenge game, perhaps. This is two terrible right. coaches. Right. Too. McDaniels and <laughs> yeah. God. yeah, yeah, and like who knows? Uh, I mean, what happens if if the Raiders lose? I mean, like they're not firing Josh McDaniels. Not in four games, but well, how many how many losses would it take? Another two. Like after after six losses in a row. Apparently he had a very intense, per his own words, conversation with Mark Davis behind closed doors. At like the local Chili's where Mark Davis holds all, that's where he has his (laughs) meetings. He's like, we're going to P.F. Chang's. Like, uh, I don't know if you want to stop by. (laughs) I got dumplings on deck. Right. Oh, man. Uh, Chiefs Bucks, our Sunday night game. We've got... The Chiefs is slight favorites. We'll get Mike Evans back for the Bucks. I I actually think I'm going to go with the home dog Bucks here. I, mm. I like the Chiefs all yeah. along. I think the defensive line is going to give Mahomes some fits. I think. I just don't think the Bucks are that good this year, and I'm not even going to say that they're shitty and like hey like we're burying the bucks now but i just don't think they're that good i don't think they're as good as we've seen them the last couple years and i think the g the chiefs especially after what we saw this past week i think we'll kind of want to come out and make a statement especially against a tom brady led team like there is i know a lot of people say it's like when you're playing pro sports and everybody's at the best, there's no such thing as momentum. There's no such thing as motivation. Well, you and I think sports. that's a bull. I think that's bullshit. I think that both of those things exist for these guys. Oh yeah, you don't have to tell me they exist. I've I've seen it and I've felt it. I've been a part of it. It's it's the real deal. You bled that as much as I you can. You bled that. Our Monday night game wrapping up our slate: Rams and Niners mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Sounded a lot better, I feel like, than it's going to end up being. I don't think this will be a very fun game. No. I actually like the Rams here. I think I've been... Yeah, I'm with you there. 
apparently, uh, and I don't know how true this is, it could be just a stupid source, but apparently they didn't even give Jimmy Garoppolo a playbook until pretty late into the preseason, kind of with the... Yeah, because um, they tried to trade him to yeah, Washington, with, right? Or, well, like, Washington or originally, a number of other then, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think they were more or less just trying to keep him in the dark. green because yeah. they lost offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel, right? To uh, well, he to kind Miami. of was so like right before that game or like on Sunday that news dropped that. San Fran was shopping him all off season long and couldn't get what they wanted or whatever. And then after that game where they lost and he was like <laughs> during that loss smiling at the end of the game or whatever. I don't I think he knows where he stands and I think he's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to play to win, but I'm not like fucking loyal to any of this shit. Because yeah. his post game, he was like, oh, yeah, well, I don't even know. It's like I'm. I'm a backup, and I'm just in here, and like I'm trying to like learn. Like I think he was subtly giving the press a quote where it's like, "Yeah, like I'm covering my. If I look bad, it's because this team didn't want me here until literally a week ago. Yeah, when Trey Lance had his fucking leg broken. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're welcome. So yeah, right. So that that's good wrap up there. Both of us taking the Rams. We'll move to our rhyme time here before we get into trivia. Just to kind of go over our scores here real quick. Joe has actually tied you, Doc. You all each have seven. Wow. Coming into this last Down week. Down the stretch. Last week of the summertime rhyme time. So this is big stuff here. You all each have seven. I've got five. So we're it's tight. It's all in play at this point. I was going to say, you said that as if you were like out in some big lead, not but it turns out you're in the last place. Now, when we get to trivia, it'll be a different conversation. But <laughs> my hot spot for this week, I think the Lions hop out to a big lead and bury the Seahawks. They're my hot spot, winning at home. I got the Raiders waking up and beating the Broncos and getting their first win of the season. The Raiders. In division. I. I'd love to see that. I think that's a safe pick as well. Joe? Uh, I'm going to say the Dolphins go... Uh, it would be 4-0, right? Yes, it would be. Yeah, yeah I think they're going to go 4-0 over the uh, Bengals. Somewhere Mercury Morris is waiting to pop champagne. This time, not for a failed attempt at a perfect season, but to celebrate his Dolphins going perfect. That'd be pretty, Yet again. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, well, which I think would be like 45 years on. Oh, no. Oh, it'd be 50, 50. years. 50, 50 years to the date. 72. Cheers. 22. Cheers to that. Wow. Hope that doesn't happen. I. They've already beaten us, so if we, if we can. I guess we can maybe live with that. Uh, I'm steering clear. <laughs> of the no, pool. we cannot live with that. But go we'll, on. We'll take them out in the, pre, or the postseason. Uh, Niners. They're losing to the Rams. I'm steering clear of them as my favorites to lose this week. I got the Pats just getting demolished by the Packers. Aaron Rodgers can finally make his statement against the Patriots with Tom gone and Bill Shell of his former self, Belichick. Brian Hoyer as well. Joe, who do you got? He's steering clear of. Uh, I'm going to say the Browns. Those Falcons think you're gonna have them beat interesting and that is uh, we love 
nice unplanned segues. That takes me right to my top prop. I got Corderell actually rushing for over 100 again against those aforementioned Browns. Mm. He's been sharp. Let the kid eat. Let him eat. My top prop would be that Josh Allen will have more yards running than Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson will have more yards passing than Josh Allen. That would be... It's going to be a weird game with that weather, so I don't think any of those things are out of bounds. Yeah, that's... If we get the win, I don't care what the fuck happens. But that's a nice one there. Let's see how it goes. Joe, wrap us up. What do you got for your top prop? Uh, mine r- relates to Doc's. Uh, what was it? The uh, the the steer clear of the Pats. Oh, right? the Patriots. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna say that the uh, the Packers have the largest deficit of the week, uh, or over over the Pats. Of a the large week. margin of injury. Yeah, there'll be a gap. There'll be the biggest gap. That's looking at that schedule. That might be as safe as a bet as any. If Aaron Rodgers comes out, I had Romeo Dubes with some fan, Mr. Dubes with uh, some fantasy points last week. He had a nice day. I am Mr. Dubes. That's a that'd be a nice jersey to have, especially if you're a Packers fan. So we're gonna be moving into trivia here. Gonna be dubing into trivia here. We got correspondent Kev gonna be coming on soon. This is our last week of September trivia. I'm on an absolute burner. I got 19 points. Doc, you're in second with 15. And Joe, that L chain is nice and warm for you, barring a miracle, with eight points here. Starting to leave a stain on my chest, actually. I don't think it's real gold. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you. That's, that's a safe assumption there. Um but we'll see how this week goes. All right, we got Kev on the horn here, wrapping up our last week of September. How's it going, sir? It's going, it's going, gentlemen. Glad to be back. Final week of September. Close that on a high note. We're we're trying here. We're trying anyway. We'll kick things up. We've had a long episode today, a lot to talk about, so we're, we're just going to roll right on into things here. What do you got for us for question one? All right, question one. It's a one-pointer. Entering week three, Trevor Lawrence had an 0-9 record on the road in his brief career prior to defeating the L.A. Chargers. What other Hall of Fame quarterback also started 0-9 on the road and got his first win in week three against the Chargers, also on the road. We got A, Brett Favre, scumbag. B, <laughs> oh, yeah. C, Kurt Warner, or D, Troy Aikman. And who was B? I'm sorry, I laughed over that. Peyton Manning. Okay. Who was C? Kurt Warner. All right. I actually do know this one, but we'll flip them. One, two, three, B, B, and A. It is B. Peyton Manning, old five head himself. <laughs> Maybe three a six head. in 98, came back in 99, got his first one on the road. Week three against the then San Diego Chargers en route to 13-3 and winning the old, I want to say, AFC East. Those old, made the playoffs. those old divisions were crazy. They were crazy. That's good foreshadowing Back for your boy. The Titans Trevor. are our main rival. Yeah, and the Jags. 
the, Jag- the Mark Brunel Jags. Yes, pre pre urban. That's a callback to last <laughs> week's <laughs> trivia. I mean the Titans. They were scrappy motherfuckers. They were scrappy motherfuckers. Only way Coughlin knew how. Yeah, right. What about question two here? Question two, two pointer. I'm gonna go baseball. Aaron Judge sitting at 60 home runs, 128 RBIs, and a 314 average, all pacing either the American League or the Major Leagues. So who was the last Triple Crown winner we had in baseball? Got A, Mike Trout, B, Cody Bellinger, C, Frank Thomas, or D, Miguel Cabrera? This is one of those ones where I'm writing my answer and I know it's not what I want to write, but one, two, three, a D, a D and a D. Clean sweep. It was Miguel Cabrera. Hey, look at that. I spoke too soon. 2012. He, uh... 330 average, 44 home runs and 139 RBIs. The average led the American League. Home runs and RBIs led the majors. And it would be fitting in a way for him to be, or in his swan song of a year, for that torch to be passed along to Aaron Judge as far as it triple crown be. winners. So I'd Probably next to Pujols, best hitter of this last generation, I'd say, yeah. At least power hitter, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd yeah, agree. He could, he could flat out hit. That record's his to take. Nine games. Yeah. So, let's, uh... Well, that was actually my 10th straight question. I was going to say ninth, but hey, there we go. Well, let's go into question three here. Teddy's counting the streaks here. He hey. ain't won this oh, thing yeah. yet. Question three. We'll go back to the NFL. The Raiders, the only 0-3 team currently in the NFL, in the last team to start 0-3 and then go on to make the playoffs. Got A, the Indianapolis Colts. B, the San Francisco 49ers, C, the Houston Texans, or D, the Denver Broncos? It's three-pointer. I feel like I read this the other day, too, and I really... hmm. Um, We'll find out. One, two, three. (laughs) I put a D, Joe put A, Evan put C. Doc was the Houston Texans back in 2018. You already know what it is, Kev. And then ripped off nine straight finish 11-5 and 5 and make the playoffs. That's huge. That's, was that uh, Arian Foster year? No, that was Deshaun's or, second year there. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, he yeah, was... Bill O'Brien. Ben Tate. Ben Tate year. Local boy. Snow Hill boy. Yep, local guy. Berlin boy. Sure. All right, so Doc, if, let, me, let me check my math here, but if I'm not mistaken, after that answer you are I mean, live updates live me. updates so final question of the month i got a one point lead let's see if i can hold it take us there kev all right so the ravens shockingly currently lead the nfl in scoring at 33 points a game and the last team to lead the nfl in scoring and win the super bowl in the same season you got a the green bay packers B, the New England Patriots, C, the St. Louis slash L.A. Rams, or D, the Kansas City Chiefs. Three-pointer for the win. Hardly. Or a wash. Or a wash. Uh, <laughs> all righty. 
I don't love my answer. I don't either. Flip one, two, three. <laughs> D. Chiefs and C. It was, it was the greatest show on turf. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Wow. Greatest show on turf. I th- 32.9 points per game and route to Super Bowl 34. Do you have any trivia questions about come from behind victories like Doc just pulled on? Uh, I fucking knew that was the answer to it. It's terrible. That was well done. That was a good question yeah, though. It was. I, I honestly like up until like I wrote that letter down. I was going to write D like you guys did. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to come up with these sometimes, but I'm like, I was just looking at stats today and like how oh, the Ravens are leading the league in points. I'm like, when does that happen? When leads the league in points and wins the Super Bowl. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, no, generally it's, you see more of the opposite. The elite defense is getting it done. Yeah. It's just, it's balance. You got to have balance. You're like a top 10 both ways. Usually you'll be there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And those those Rams were very good on both sides of the ball. And ironically enough, they only scored, looked it up, I think they scored 23 in the Super Bowl and only 11 in the NFC Championship game to win both of those games. Hey. So barely broke their season average in those two games. Good teams find a way to win those. Good to, good yeah. on them. Seriously. Only scored 11 points in the NFC title game. It's unbelievable to me. 11 to 6. Over the Bucks. That, that was Tony Dungy putting that defense together. Can you imagine that game? You spend a bunch. Well, I I went to the Ravens Colts game that was fifteen to six. So I've seen similar. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's Just actually disgusting. Great One defense. <laughs> great defense. And we held Manny out of the end zone, I believe. Five field goals, five yep. Terry field goals. Yep, and we had mm. two ourselves. I can still see Dungy's face, like, pumping his fist, just saying money on TV when Vinatieri hit the kick, hit the last kick, I think. Yep, that, that sealed it. That I was at that game. It was fucking terrible. No, it's not. I was watching very angrily. <laughs> well, it was... We did not pull off a magical comeback like we just saw Doc pull. So, props yeah. to you. The cardiac kid, Doc, comes from behind. He's got heart. Back to back. Joe, I promise we got hockey coming up. I promise. I know. I can't <laughs> wait, bro. It's, as soon as hockey, hockey season's here, what, another month? Uh, yeah, it should be like less than 20 days. Even right playing on. field. Well, Kev, <laughs> we, we appreciate you. We'll be in touch, of course. Go Ravens. Right go Ravens. Go betting. Go fantasy. Go yes, us. Go us. Go chopping go lines. <laughs> Later, Kev. Later, guys. See you, Kev. Always appreciate having Kev on there. That was a great trivia session. I can't. God, it just feels like all my bats just falling just short at the end. I've got to gotta play all 60 minutes here. Left that one on the board. Props to you, Doc. Trivia well done. Cheers, cheers. We'll hop into something I can't lose here, our soapboxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first one is, um, is the wife. Definitely just want to give her a shout-out. She does so much with the baby. Couldn't even be here today necessarily without her. Makes some great dinners, good support all around. So shout out, Dale. We love you. Big uh, big help, big part of the life all around. Another part of my soapbox is I was a little bit tired this morning. Nothing new. Hop in the car and In the Mood by Robert Plant was on. And 
It's just a really good way to start the day. Sometimes the radio, that's one of the perks of the radio. You, you get, don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Could be something really bad some days. It's it's like today and I sat in the car while it warmed up for a little longer. It wasn't too wasn't too hot or cold out. Yeah, oh yeah, you definitely wait for whatever your scheduled programming was to uh, to get through that one. So, enjoyed that. Nice way to start the day. Great song. Robert Plant, shout out. Doc, what do you got? Yeah, and I just don't know. What was the name of that song again? Because the title's not... Like, I, I mean, I love my mm-hmm. music, but... Yeah, I'm not... That's not like... In the mood by Robert Plant. Yeah, is not. I'm not having a melody jump into my brain. You're right not now. in the mood. Like, You're not I'm in the, in the mood. mood. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. Oh man, you got <laughs> to do know. that in on the way home. You'll yeah, you'll thank yeah, us I mean, for I'm it. I'm sure yeah. I've heard it before, but it's still not. You know, I probably thought it was Billy Squire or something. Yeah, yeah. That's, but, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. My uh, soapbox, which I didn't have, uh, and I never prepared them, but now I'm just looking around. I'm just. It's almost just like an anxiety test. It's like things you can see, things you can hear. But I'm looking at my legal pad in front of me right now. And shout out to legal pads. I love legal pads. Like, you get to throw a page back, tear it off. It's all there. I like the yellow ones. I mean, that's my preferred way of writing down notes. I'd rather that than, you know, a composition book, which is like, you know, I, I think a lot of people are probably working off if they have like a notebook or a journal. It might be spiral bound or it might I like be, the spirals you know, perforated to in some way. But. I would say if you're going to compare a legal pad, it's equal comparison would be a composition notebook. You know, the the one that looks like uh, the, the snow channel on a television from yeah, back in the day. Yeah, those because you have to hold them open the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I mean, like, they, they uh, want to, the, 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 the front piece wants to spring back yeah, on you. Terrible. The pages are kind of like, is it, this literally looks like a book for children. Now, maybe the legal pad, maybe maybe the fact that it's called a legal pad is giving me some largesse I don't necessarily deserve. It's influencing, but, like, a perception. Right? Yeah, sure. Like, I, yeah, I'm just doing it for, like, the legal part of the pad. You walk up with a legal pad on a clipboard... And suddenly you're an important guy in the room. Sure. I'll give you that. You got a clipboard. No well, it's like, what? where does legal pads rank amongst other pads? Like legal pads, lily pads. IPads. I don't know. All of our women listeners out there, we have all types of pads that we can get into here. What about felt pads that you move furniture on? My, you my, know, they, but I think legal pads are right at the top of that list. Okay, don't get me wrong. Joe, write that down. Poll of the week. Hey, write pad. that Pull down on your legal pad, now, Joe. Like, what about like rice patties? A patty. A patty is, is not that? a pad. No, bachelor no. pad. A bachelor pad is right up there with the pads. Absolutely. I mean, that, and that's got to be one of the better pads. That and legal pad, they'll meet in the finals. We'll find uh, out. Well, yeah, patties. I mean, you got patty mayonnaise. You got mm. uh, sausage patties. You got uh, you Patty McGregor from down the street. You know, <laughs> his old man used to be a guy. But no, I'm kidding. But. That's we'll end my soapbox there, but write us about your favorite pads. We'll we'll get into that. But yeah, but that Note is the pads, poll we want to hear. Uh, we want to hear Joe wrap, wrap this up here. Padma Lakshmi, yeah. love her. All right, uh, we'll so we can up. get out of your pad, Joe. There's, <laughs> there's a couple. Uh, so Budweiser, drink wiser. If that's not a slogan already, 
they are fucking up. And like, of course, it's got to be spelled like wiser, like from. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Uh, Coors Light. They should like sell that proprietary, like label that Blue Mountains to like every can, every bottle, just so we always know what we're drinking. Is Where we're standing on the temperature gauge. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure. Uh, Rubberito, a uh, dog toy that is in the shape of a burrito. Oh, I thought you were talking about prosthetics. Oh, like, okay. oh, like you have frostbite? We'll give you a rubberito. I like that too. Uh, but yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. We can work that out. We'll do that with lawyers later. Uh, and to coincide with that, chew main instead of chow main. Like, like that too. It'd be like a Chinese uh, takeout container. See, I thought that was going to be the dining guide of the state of Maine. Uh, so again, we can we can workshop this off air. We could all we get we have a conglomerate here. Just at take one lines. Uh, yeah, hey, rubbery toe and chewing meat. Uh, commanders, just change your name back to the football team. It's yeah. stupid. I can't stand it. Every it's week. awful. It's, they should have once they declared it Washington Football Team. They went through about three weeks of people being like, "Oh, ha ha, Washington Football Team," and then everybody was like completely on yeah, board. Well, it's it like, it what cool. they should be called. WFT, yeah, it just great makes sense. Yeah, yeah like it makes sense. Guardians do the same. Um, let's see, Ted. Your uh, Minnesota accent. Can you do that again for me? <laughs> Joe's just airing grievances now. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that's Minnesota. I had a. I had it's, a. It's, it's like Minnesota. I had a professor who was uh, Native American sciences or literature, rather. Excuse me, and um, he very emphatically was it a white man. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, well, very emphatically, like Minnesota, like would dip the mouth on the O, and it would just like dip kirk me out in class. <laughs> it was like you gotta stop, man. Like you're really working too hard for this word. It's not that hard to just say Minnesota. No. Yeah, it's right. But that was where that came from. I got so, you. I good got catch you. on that, though. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, last thing. Forget I his name, that teacher. Oscar Mayer Halloweeners. There should be like. Halloween themed hot dogs or something, you know, mm. or maybe even like little uh, gummy gummy wiener hot dogs. They're just like Ooh. little. They're like little That's wieners. With yeah, like something to pair like, like the gummy hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, hey. So, see, that's why I bring this up. Boys, we're sitting on gold. I don't know. It sounds like Joe wants to go bobbing for hot dogs. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. But Ooh. maybe we just carve faces into these penis-shaped pieces of food. <laughs> Does that make everybody more comfortable? <laughs> Jack O'Weiner. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. It was a fake uh, Oscar Mayer seltzer can. So, speaking of horrible things to do with hot dogs, Jeez. that would be right about up there for me. But nice soapboxes there. Love love Joe coming prepared. Really really knocked us out with a nice array. Great show all around. We'll be uh, we'll be wrapping things up here. Check out the blog. We posted the week three review this morning. We'll be coming at you with the week four preview on Thursday. We'll talk a little bit of fantasy on Saturday and go from there. Make sure you're following along on the social media. Interacting with us, uh, plugging in our answers on the polls here, letting us know your favorite pads, uh, just for our for our own sake. Maybe you're wondering as well. We'll get us. We'll all get some answers out of this. Uh, we'll be doing the same thing again, same time next week. That date, as I'm looking, is October the fourth. 
So 10-4, it's crazy that we're already into October, boys. That's time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Or when you're just Living life. still alive. So glad we're staying alive. Glad to be doing the damn thing. We'll catch you all next week. This is Chopping Lines. Chop a line now.